Do you struggle with mental health or know someone who does? Join Gabrielle and Cherise as they discuss all things mental health. Each episode will be packed with information on coping, healing, and living a well-balanced life. We hope you join us in session. Hello, everybody. This is Gabrielle and Sharice. We are back with another episode of In Session Podcast. And today we are talking about holiday self-care. Yes, there's a lot to do over the holidays. They're very busy. You get time off from work as well. And so we wanted to talk with you guys about a few things that you can do to just maintain during the holidays and so that you don't feel like things are hectic or chaotic and so that you can have a balance of rest, but also spending enjoyable time with your family and friends. Yeah. One of the things that always sparks my interest with holidays is really defining, you know, what holidays mean to you and how you choose to celebrate, right? Mm-hmm. There are some people who are huge holiday fans. So like they want to celebrate all season long. They want to do like the songs and the caroling and the foods and the events, right? But then some people are like, nope, not my favorite time mm-hmm. of the year. I would rather be low key, right? And either one of those options is fine. Right. So Maybe I think for me, the number one or the starter self-care tip is figuring out how you actually want to spend the holidays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's very important to remember each time the holidays rolls around, because sometimes if we don't understand how we want to celebrate it, we kind of fall into getting into everybody else's plans and doing what everybody else wants to do. And then the holidays are over and we don't feel like we got enough rest or enough just quality time with ourselves. And so I love that. Like defining what holidays really mean to you, what you enjoy out of them, whether that means spending time with people or balancing it with spending time with yourself. Yeah. or your own family yeah. and then the other half spending time with your friends or just other people in your life that's fine too just yeah. to find it for yourself and then move accordingly yeah and I think kind of coupled with that is determining like if there are traditions in life or mm-hmm. values in life that are important to you because a lot of times we'll hear like oh we have a family holiday tradition and there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that I would say you know obviously in the holidays you can lean on those traditions but the rest of the year right it's okay to figure out like these are things that I do on a weekly basis. These are my rituals that I need to have a healthy life or to stay, you know, really well balanced. That's perfectly fine to figure out. Don't allow the holidays to get you out of your routine if you have something that really works for you, you know? Yeah, I think, you know, when we do get into holiday spirit, we get excited mm-hmm. if you're really into the holidays. And so our daily routine can kind of go to the wayside. We might be doing extra things and yeah. we might forget the small things that make us feel yeah. fulfilled or feel, you know, in, like enjoying our days. And so when we let those things go, we look back after the holidays are over and like, wow, that was really hectic. That was really chaotic. Yeah. I didn't really get enough out of it for me. Yes. Yeah. You know, other people were probably happy to enjoy your company and spend yeah. time with you, but what did you do for yourself as well? Exactly. Holidays are a time to get together with people, spread joy, you know, but it's also time for you to reflect on yourself and just spend time with yourself, I think. Yeah. Which kind of leads to like the boundary word, right? Because holidays, so many people are notorious for like not having good boundaries at the holiday <laughs> season, right? I kind of feel like as a therapist, we'll see an influx of people right before the holidays Mm -hmm. who are stressed about like having to go see family or friends Mm -hmm. or social situations. And then like for some, they're like, oh, the holidays are here. Everything's fine. Yeah. And then after the holidays, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it was awful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think one thing that clients see is that they get, if they are spending time with family, they see the family dynamics and they're Mm -hmm. like, wow, like I really see what's really going on now because mm-hmm. I have this awareness and you can't just ignore that. And then they come back to therapy yeah. afterwards. and like, wow, this is what I learned. This is how I moved accordingly. Like during when I was with my family and yeah. it just wasn't yeah. enjoyable or wasn't as enjoyable yeah. as I thought it was going to be because 
before, you know, sometimes before coming to therapy, people are just, they don't really, and they're not aware of their family patterns. And then kind of in therapy, we kind of make them aware, make them notice things that are going on and how it impacts them. And so while you're spending time with them, that comes up for you. And then you start to question things and it might not be as enjoyable. And so then that begs the question of, okay, what can you do next time the holidays comes around to make it different, more enjoyable for you? Right. And that's really what boundaries are about. I don't know why they get such a bad rap as if it's like, oh, I'm pushing people away or I'm being really uptight. That's not what boundaries are. Boundaries just create a safe place Mm -hmm. or safe space so that I can do what's best for me. I can love you in a good way, in a healthy way, and still love myself at the same time. So for holidays with boundaries, figure out what your limits are, Mm -hmm. whether, you know, you don't like being out all day. Don't allow the holiday season to have you socializing 12 hours a day when you really prefer to only spend two or three, you know? But whether it's time limits, it could be um, certain conversations. Mm-hmm. I think at family gatherings, yeah. we'll find ourselves like <laughs> sucked into conversations or interactions yeah. that we don't want. Mm-hmm. You don't have to accept that. Yeah. Like, you, you can peace out. Right. Yeah. And I think another boundary that's big that I've been seeing is like, what's your role in the holidays? Because some people expect the woman in the family to cook. And if you are a woman in your family, you might not want to cook or you might just want to relax, but they're going to expect you to, if you go to a family gathering that all the women are going to be in the kitchen, maybe you don't want to do that. And so it's really hard in some families to say no to that. And Mm -hmm. so if you feel like there's not a place to say no, then you have to ask yourself, do I want to be involved in that? And so it's certain traditions and certain roles like that when it comes to holidays that you have to ask yourself, Mm -hmm. what is my place and what do I feel comfortable? doing if they don't accept that what am I going to do after that exactly and even the role situation I like that because it extends not just in those social gatherings or those family gatherings think about like what your overall role is in your life and how you want the holidays to affect that because I can't tell you how many times holiday parties or like secret Santa exchanges or like pressures from like families to do swaps Mm -hmm. and games people will take on this role of being like I have to get the best gifts ever and I have to spend all this money even if it's detrimental to their budget or if it's putting too much pressure on their mental health, like mm-hmm. I got to find the perfect gift or I have to stress myself out. Right. Don't do that. Right. right. Like, yes, you can, like you said, spread joy, buy gifts and participate, but have boundaries even with spending. Don't allow the holiday season to usurp all of your saving and planning if it's going to be detrimental to you. And I know a few people who have one person in their family member who takes on that role of let me do this the bestest, the greatest. Yeah. And then when it comes time for the holiday, they're behind or they're stressed out because they didn't let anyone else help. But then it falls on everybody else to scramble to help at the last minute. And so you're left figuring out, okay, what is my role here? I didn't have a role to begin with. Now I'm stressed though. I'm matching your stress because you're stressed out about it. And so even that understanding other people's dynamics around Mm -hmm. you during the holidays and how you, I guess, interject into that, like what is your role in that? navigating that as well. I like how you said matching stress because that is a huge thing where sometimes because other people are stressed out, whether it's about getting stuff ready Mm -hmm. for the house like decorating or the cooking or the gift buying, you don't have to take on that stress. Even the world, if we're looking at social media and things like that, just because everybody else is scrambling around trying to buy (laughs) gifts and spend all this money and have this biggest, bestest, whatever, you do not have to match that. It's perfectly okay to say, nope, I'm not getting stressed out about that. Yeah. Like I'm not about to what, you know, some people will go all out for like the house decorations mm-hmm. and they're like hanging lights and putting stuff on top of the roof. And I'm not doing it. 
Okay, that is, <laughs> that is stressful. You're going to get a couple of items here or there. It's going to look nice and get real close to down. Like, I'm not about to do Yeah, that. I feel the same way. And that brings another point of self-care of if you're comparing yourself to others around the holidays because yeah. you see everybody else doing this or that and you feel like you have to match that or you feel like you have to do things that are not within your capability, yeah. like with financial stuff. Mm-hmm. If you feel like other kids in the neighborhood are getting all these great gifts or whatever, they have a lot of presents under their tree, but you can't afford to do that. Yeah. You have to ask yourself, okay, what? how can I make this? holiday special without having to compare myself and match my actions with someone else's because that's not what the holidays are about yeah it's really not and I like that you brought up the word special because if I'm honest most people prefer to have something that means something to them that's like special whether it's a like a special memory of y'all being together or something that y'all shared don't get me wrong it's nice to get really big nice expensive gifts not I'm not knocking that but remember that something being more special whether it's that time spent together or those memories that is just as valuable. And I think sometimes it gets minimized because mm-hmm. it doesn't have this big price tag, but understand it's holiday season, give yourself your best and give people your best. And that will look differently for different people, right? Mm-hmm. Me and Sharice may have different budgets for the holidays. She gives her best. I give my best. We may have different levels of expectation for decor or for mm-hmm. cooking or social gatherings. Sharice may want to have a party every day for 25 days. I may only want to do two, right? That's okay. You do what works best for you and it's guaranteed to to leave a lasting impression. Yeah. I think the theme of self-care is always doing what's best for you. I think there's, you know, with social media and stuff, we always talk about social media, Mm -hmm. but about how that, you know, hits on comparison. We see everything and it looks like, Ooh, that's the best thing to do. Ooh, they're Mm -hmm. doing that. So if I try that, that's going to be best for me. You have to block out everything around you and figure out what is going to be best for you. And you might not find it. Yeah. On the first try, you might have to try different things to figure out what's best for you, but copying someone else or mimicking someone else is not the right intention. Yeah. The intention should be, okay, what do I value? Yeah. What do I like about the holidays? What do I feel like people in my life are going to value? What can I bring that they're going to value? And going with that instead of saying, okay, let me look around me and decide from there. Exactly. And it brings up that point of like, just making sure you're watering your life and watering what best grows and thrives for you. Because if I'm not spending the effort and the energy on watering my life and what flows naturally for me, and I'm only compared to what's on Sharice's lawn or my neighbor's lawn or what have you, I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not taking care of my stuff. So naturally it's not going to be productive for me. And so then I get frustrated because my life doesn't seem to be as great, grand, whatever as the next person but look what I'm doing. I'm spending more time comparing and kind of minimizing what good I do have in my life instead of saying, okay, how can I help my life thrive by watering what works for me? Right. We need to look at that more. I think we need to get out of the habit of avoiding the things that we feel like might be best for us because it's what other people, we take other people's input and their value over our own. And this is true for toxic family members. I know it's really hard around the holidays when people have toxic family members, but a lot of the times we tell ourselves, let's just push past that. Mm -hmm. Let's have an enjoyable holiday. I'm going to go to the gatherings and not say anything. I'm going to be around these toxic people. But then you're putting your mental health uh, on the bottom of your list. Yeah. And so we know that what's best for you probably in the situation is to not be so engrossed in these yeah. toxic family members in these situations. And so you have to put limits on that. You do. Limit setting is really, really big. That's kind of what we touched on with like even setting times. If you know that at a certain point, social settings become draining to you, you don't have to feel obligated to stay the entire 12 hours of their gathering if you can only reasonably handle half of that or less than that, right? When you're dealing with family members who may have toxic tendencies or who kind of put you in uncomfortable situations, 
you have to love yourself enough. And if you do love those people, love them enough to not mm-hmm. subjugate yourself to that. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I think people think people are the way they are. They're not going to change, which may be true. Some people, if they're not in therapy, if they're not working on themselves. They may never change, but your interactions with them can. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you don't like them. That doesn't mean there's not your family anymore. It just means that I need to change how I interact with you so that I don't lose love mm-hmm. because either I'm going to lose love for myself because you're going to be defeating and beating me down. Or at some point I'm going to start kind of having resentment towards you because you're so negative or you're so hurtful. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. That doesn't help have a healthy relationship. So yeah. love yourself, love the other person enough to change the interaction. You can do that. Yeah. The loss of love is such a big concept that I don't think people understand. And I think that when you are setting boundaries, it's important that people are going to say that it's selfish or mm-hmm. they're not going to like it because it is indirectly changing the interaction. And yeah. so it is impacting them in some way. And so they're going to say negative things about your boundaries because it's impacting them. Yeah. Yes. They might not change on their own, like their core values mm-hmm. or their ways, but like Gabrielle said, you can change the way that you're interacting with them Absolutely. to preserve the type of yeah. love that you have for yourself. Exactly. or for them because you can still love them at a distance mm-hmm. you can still be around them you don't have to exile yourself and no. say i'm not going to be around my family or around these people but you can put limits on what you're allowing yourself to accept yeah. and that's going to change the dynamic mm-hmm. for you enough to say okay i'm still putting my mental health first, yeah. first or mm-hmm. making it a priority at exactly. least and one of the things that i like about that concept is that you don't have to accept everything. And you kind of touched on it, like what you are or aren't going to accept. And you have to realize that when you're dealing with family members who may have toxic tendencies or that kind of thing, that's not an an excuse to just avoid confrontation. That's not what boundaries do. Boundaries don't say, oh, I'm just going to avoid, avoid, avoid. No, you're actually in in an indirect confrontation of sorts because by changing the interaction, I'm letting you know that's not okay. That type of treatment is not okay, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to go stand up at the family table and say, all y'all are toxic and I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I do not recommend doing that. Right. But what you can do is you can just assert a healthy boundary. Like, well, Hey, you know, I reached my limit for the day. I really need to go get some rest. Mm-hmm. I'll see you guys later. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if there are certain conversations that you don't want to take part of, Hey guys, that makes me uncomfortable. I think I'm going to leave now. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get wild and crazy, but you right. just assert a boundary. You respect them and you want. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm laughing over here because a lot of people think boundaries are that I'm getting loud and crazy. Yeah. I'm going to say this so like directly and yeah. I'm going to leave. I'm going to storm off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can do it calmly. You can yeah. just state what you're not going to accept and remove yourself, present a consequence after you put your boundary so that yeah. people know that you're serious. Okay. Yeah. I've had my limit for today. This party has been going on for five hours. I can only stand this much of it. Yeah. I'm going to head out. I'll yeah. see you guys later. Yeah. And you don't have to explain your boundary to anyone. You don't have to just overemphasize why you're yeah. placing your boundary. Just do it because you know that it's what you want. And I think that preparing for your boundary helps you feel more firm in it before you go into situations. Mm-hmm. So if you know that a party is going to last, I don't know, 12 hours and you can only stand five hours yeah. of it, telling yourself that beforehand, okay, at this time, that's when I'm going to decide yeah. to leave Yeah. instead of just getting in it and let it being kind of passive and just exactly. letting time pass on. Right. And there's such a balance. Y'all are probably tired of me saying that word, <laughs> but it, it really is. And I say that because just like you don't have to get wild and crazy and like, like she said, storm off and be all aggressive. You don't have to be so um, mute about your boundaries that like people don't know what's going on right. because there's so many times where people will internally decide like, oh, this is the boundary I'm setting. And they will never really communicate that. And so other people are kind of left like, wait, what just happened? Right. right? Like they just left abruptly or mm-hmm. I didn't hear from them. Mm-hmm. So make sure in your boundary setting, 
let people know because you never know they could respect that boundary whatever you know that boundary is depending on the, the situation people could say hey i'm sorry that made you feel that way i'll change that or i'll adjust mm-hmm. that or i'll respect yeah. that while you're here yeah. but if you never communicate you're not giving them a chance mm-hmm. to try to change and so i can't tell you how many family interactions oh, well, I already know what they're going to do, or I know what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And so they skip over, you know, yeah. talking or communicating the boundary. And then there's like this rift in the family because right. nobody's communicating. And you know what? Even if they do respond the way that you expect, which is like not respecting the boundary, yeah. if you try to communicate it, I think you still feel better about yourself because yeah. they have an understanding of you a little bit better. Right. And for next time, they're going to understand why you chose not to come or why you're choosing to set the same boundary. Exactly. Again, it's not going to be a shock anymore. Right. So even if they do respond in a negative way or a way that's not how you would like, yeah. still, I think it's still important to communicate why Absolutely. a boundary is important to you because then they at least have acknowledgement of this is the boundary exactly. and they're going to choose to respect that or not. And that's yeah. their choice, but they still know why the boundary's there exactly. and why you're setting it. And that's huge. That is really, really huge. I like that Sheree said kind of like the next time, right? Yeah. Because when people are caught off guard or something is like shocking to them, they're like, Oh, well, I don't know how to handle that. Right. But I can guarantee you next time, mm-hmm. you know, the next year, the following year or something like that happens, they're going to say, oh, I already know. Gabrielle's dipping out. She right. can't handle 12 hours or yeah. something. Or, oh, I know not to say this around Sharice because mm-hmm. that's a hard pass for her, right? right? They, even if they do it in a joking manner or not, a, I guess, taking it serious manner, they will at least be aware. Mm-hmm. And awareness is really, really key. Yeah. And communication just allows you to allow them to be open to change. And yeah. so they might not accept it at that time and place. But if you say, okay, I'm not going to communicate it. I'm just going to leave. Then the next time you show up and you keep leaving, they're not understanding what no. you're doing. But if you communicate it the first time and they disrespect it and they don't accept it, don't understand it. And eventually they catch on to years why later exactly. to why, and then they're respecting it. They have that communication there exactly. to rely on, to guide their behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's going to be the case every single time yep. or in every single case, but I think the communication leaves more doors and more options for people. Yeah. Right. And that's honestly boundaries is such a huge part of self-care for the holidays, but in general, for sure. But I think for the holidays, ask yourself now, this is what, December 2nd? Yeah. Ask yourself now, what boundaries do I need for the holidays? Yeah. If I already have great boundaries, wonderful. Let right. me keep, you know, implementing those. If maybe I need to tighten up a little bit, let me go ahead and start rehearsing that and role-playing right. those interactions. Yes. So the holiday season can be whatever I want it to be. Right. I love if, that. Yeah. If you want the holiday season to be like vibrant and full of life and full of party, then you make it that. If you want it to be more chill and low key, you can do that too. Mm-hmm. And I'm all about preparing because preparing <laughs> is like preparing now is going to help you feel yeah. less anxious about it when the time comes Absolutely. instead of avoiding that anxiousness and doing it when the time comes, you're going to yeah. feel a big ball of stress yeah. around the holidays. Even if you do implement a boundary or what have you, mm-hmm. you're still going to be feeling stress leading up to it instead yeah. of feeling like you had it established beforehand already. Exactly. And so, yeah, like you said, just preparing, thinking about what boundaries you can set, how you can implement and how you can communicate that yeah. and preparing to do that before the holidays get here. Cause exactly. that can map out how your holidays are going to look for you. Exactly. People respond negatively to your boundaries now. Okay, implement the consequence now. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming. Yeah. Or I'm not doing this or that. Exactly. So then you do your own holiday or you figure out what you're going to do instead of just not having, being around people that don't accept your boundaries. Exactly. And I think what you're kind of touching on is just the need to really be intentional beforehand, yeah. right? Yeah. Because boundaries aren't things that just like create themselves. <laughs> we have to do something intentionally to make sure that those are established. Yeah. And so now is a wonderful time if you have not already go ahead and be intentional about how you want the next couple of weeks to look, right? Mm -hmm. If like she said, if you know you're going to be off work or spending time with family, be intentional about what you need, what you want, what your non-negotiables are, and then find ways Mm -hmm. to start implementing those 
and getting comfortable with it. Because typically if we put it off to the last moment when it's like live and in action, we are a big ball of stress. Yeah. We're less likely to be as emotional, emotionally regulated as we would like to be. And then the boundary isn't as effective. Right. So one tip that I will say that might help you set your boundaries is think about holidays over the past years and mm-hmm. think about what you really enjoyed and think about what you could have went without yeah. or what really stressed you out. That's going to be the basis for your boundary. So okay. if you know that your family, they do the same thing every year mm-hmm. and you enjoy some bits a bit, but other bits you're like, eh, I don't mm-hmm. really want to do that start forming your boundaries around that. Yeah. Make your boundaries things that are going to help you have the best holiday for you. And so being more intentional about doing the things that you do enjoy, and that might include being with family or being without, I don't know, that's just dependent on you. So just reflect over the past holidays that you've had and take out what you feel like is going to be a good boundary for you to have a good holiday. I like that. I like that. I think in addition to that tip, I would just say, do some self-awareness already if you haven't, like, as you're looking back and reflecting, like, okay, this is how my family does things, that sort of thing, raise the awareness on, like, what am I doing that may be giving people the impression that it's okay to put a lot of pressure on me or put me in this role that I want to be in? Is there something that I'm not communicating? Because sometimes we could be what I call, like, silent offenders, where, like, we're like, oh, okay, it's no big deal, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go get it. No, no problem, I'll handle it, right? And so it's not all the time that people just want to, you know, disrespect your boundaries, but you're so giving and you're so helpful, right? That you kind of put yourself in that position. So while you're reflecting back, reflect on you. Am I giving people the impression that they could call me the last minute and I'm going to pop up and do it? If so, maybe I need to communicate differently. That's so important because you said boundaries, they don't create themselves, but people will create them for you Mm -hmm. if they give them a chance to. And so I have a few people that I know who, after the holidays, they're like, dang, I just did a lot. Mm. And I'm like, okay, but like, you kind of said yes to everything. Like someone asked you, you were like, yes, yes, I can do that. Oh, I don't really want to, but yeah, I'll Mm -hmm. come. And then you have no time left for you, but it's because some people get in the habit of saying yes, because they know that they can do it. Yeah. Not necessarily because they want to do it. And so if someone asks you something, I always say, take three seconds Mm -hmm. to pause and think about it. And if you still don't know an answer after those three seconds, say, um, I don't know yet, but I'll get back to you. So I can give you a better answer in the moment when someone's in front of us asking us to do something, we don't want to let them down maybe, or we feel a lot of emotions. And so we're going to answer with a sense of urgency Mm -hmm. and anxiety of like, yep, yep. No problem. And then afterwards we're complaining because we didn't want to really want to do that, but we have to now because we made the commitment. Yeah. And the great thing about the holiday season is that we know it's coming. It's every year, right? Like sometimes there are things that will catch us off guard. And that is like a crisis moment that we have to like maybe respond in the moment, but the holidays are the same time every year. You guys have plenty of time to sit back, establish Mm -hmm. and reflect what works for you and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so kind of what Sharice is saying, say no. If if saying no is going to help you out, if that's going to be beneficial for your self-care, do it. Decide like, okay, I'm going to say yes to this, but no to that, Mm -hmm. right? Anybody who says yes all the time, I would like to meet you. How that, how is it going? Right. Right, Because I would imagine at some point you get drained or you're frustrated Mm -hmm. and everyone that is listening to this podcast, you are capable. This is not a matter of if you have the ability, it's a matter of, is this beneficial for you? I could say yes to everything and I could probably get it done, but is that what's best for Gabrielle? Probably Mm -hmm. not. Yeah. I love that. What's beneficial. And I think if you guys are off work, realizing that too, that if you're off work, don't take work home with you. Yeah, You're on a break for a reason. We've exactly. worked really hard all year. Yeah. I know, Hey, therapists out there, we're all tired <laughs> and we're ready for a break, right? Yeah. We poured into so many people over Gosh. the past couple of months and it's, it's hectic. It's crazy. And we want the rest for ourselves too. And so if you find work seeping in or just yeah. trying to, you know, catch your attention, firmly say no and yeah. focus on what you can do for yourself right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. 
And honestly, I've found that sometimes when you take that first step of implementing boundaries, families, families and friends, they will follow suit. Yeah. They'll start to say, oh, wow, you know, they may not like it at first, but then I'll notice that they start putting boundaries. Exactly. And now they're saying no a little bit more. They'll say, you know what, on the drive the other day, I told them, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Right. Or mm-hmm. my husband asked me to do this. And I said, you know, that now's not a good time. They find themselves modeling what you showed them. And so, yeah, not all the time or in every case, but even you modeling good boundaries could help somebody else Mm -hmm. just by your interaction and your behavior. Yeah. I think boundaries when it's imposed on someone else, they see it as negative as at first, but then that boundaries are a way that you can have a healthy relationship with someone else. And so your relationship starts to change for the better, hopefully if they stick around and they kind of try to respect your boundaries. And so they're like, wow, like I saw this as negative at first, but now I see the positives of it. So let me try and do this with other people in my life and see if I can get those same benefits. Yes. And so basically if you guys can sit through the awkwardness or the anxiety of having to implement that boundary, you will reap the benefits in your reactions because in your relationships, because they flow better, they're healthier, they're not Mm -hmm. as stressed. You start to enjoy the time that you're spending with these people instead of having like dread and oh my God, this is going to be so bad. Right. And I hate that anyone has to feel dread over the holidays. Mm -hmm. I think that even if you're not a big holiday person, it is a time at the end of the year to reflect on Mm -hmm. how well you've done over the past couple of months. And just, we work so hard this whole year. And so this is a time where you can have time off a large portion of time off that we normally don't get. And so I hate that you have to feel dread or that you don't want to do anything. You want to sleep all day because you are avoiding the holidays. And so, cause you can actually feel really depressed around Mm -hmm. this time too, especially if you lost loved ones or just a really hard time for you. And so, yeah, just working on your boundaries are going to help you. And I think that's my biggest takeaway for today is that I want you to not avoid, like Sheree said, instead of avoiding the holidays and maybe some of the stress that could come with that, embrace the holiday and make it be what you want, right? Mm -hmm. Like whatever you need from this holiday season, I want you to set your intention after listening to this episode on how am I going to make that happen? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to avoid it. I'm going to embrace it and I'm going to make it reflect what I want to see this, this holiday season. Yeah. And you have the power to do that. A lot of us sometimes just go with the flow and yeah. think that the holidays, because, you know, when we're children, our family set the traditions yeah. for us and we kind of just go along with that. Well, there's a point where you can say, I don't want to go along with that anymore. You have your voice and you have that power. And so I would encourage you guys to use it this holiday season, especially if you reflect on past holidays and it wasn't what you wanted. You can make it what you want it. It just takes a little bit of work. Yeah. And if you're choosing to work on it this season, it might be a little bit, you know, anxiety provoking. It might not go the smoothest, but you're setting yourself up for future holidays to be what you want it to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And we'll be back shortly with more episodes around the holidays. Bye.